Familia to the plate, and he struck him out. And the New York Mets have won the series. And they will meet the Chicago Cubs in the National League Championship Series. of the stew pod i've been calling them the stew pod extras because these are the uh the extra editions the the, the supplementals the playoff versions the late night 10 minute get togethers where we talk about uh the postseason and, and what's going on i'm mike oz by the way i'm chris wick chris are we uh are we, are we doing better than last night as i said on the other podcast we did today it's our <laughs> third podcast in the last 24 hours um we were tired last night, man, so I'm trying to bring the energy. Uh, I think we have more energy tonight, but I'm not sure how that's possible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Gotta cycle through it. But uh, the uh, New York Mets are in the NLCS now, and uh, we are all set with our four championship series teams. Uh, the Mets, of course, are playing the Chicago Cubs. They beat the Dodgers tonight 3-2. to two. It was another... Another tension-filled postseason game wasn't as crazy, you know, as, as like the, the Blue Jays game, but um, I think I think it was good. You know, there was some some interesting stuff that happened. I think the fallout, of course, on the Dodgers' end is going to be ridiculous, and I think for the Mets, you got to give them their props for the way they were able to put it together. I agree, and you're right. There, it wasn't as dramatic as the last couple games we've watched, but a one-run game, you can't really ask for more. I was still super excited in the ninth inning. So, yeah, you got to love you that. They, you thought they were going to give it up, and you did. How dare you, you accuse you, me you of... You thought that. You have no proof. <laughs> I mean, I have an IM log, if you want. I can, That's, you could screenshot some I things. I could go Jason Whitlock on you and start just reproducing old... <laughs> oh, let's um, not do that. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I think it had its moments, though. I think, you know, when they brought in Syndergaard, um, you know, there, I think there was some question about how he'd do, and... And then when they turn to Familia for you know the six out save, you're like, okay, you guys are gonna go for the six out save here, huh? Let's let's see how that works out. Um, and you know, I think there was a little excitement there with the with the Dodgers at home, seeing if they could you know pull off some kind of uh, 1988 type last minute heroics, but they weren't able to, and down goes their season. But um, that's that's a whole other topic. You wrote a nice post about it, which people can read on Big Leagues Do if they so desire, if you want more Dodgers talk. Um, but we are here today to talk about the NLCS. So we got the, the Mets and the Cubs, and uh, much like we did for the ALCS, we are going to kind of break down uh, the strengths of each team or, or how we think you know they, they could win the series, and we'll make some predictions. So let's start with the Mets, because obviously they're the new team here. Chris, uh, I'm, I'm going to pose the same question. The Mets will win the NLCS if the Mets will win the NLCS if Matt Harvey <laughs> says screw the innings limit and gives them fifteen solid innings over his two starts. Um, it seems like I think they already named him the game one starter. I think we they know did. that. They did. We know what the young Cub hitters can do, and we know that the young Mets pitchers are pretty much going to carry this team. So I feel like Harvey is really the key here. 
Um, he's he's going to get two starts, and he's got to be the guy. I, I will say I like the plot line of you know young Cubs, young Mets, young power hitting versus young power pitching. Uh, I think it's I think it's good. I like LA Chicago. I mean I I think this series is going to be a lot of fun. Um, to me, I think it, it goes the Mets direction, and and this may be super obvious here, but if if they can keep the ball in the ballpark, I mean I think with the Cubs, I mean they're big home run hitting team. If you limit those home runs, um, you know, I think you have a good chance of beating them. But, you know, I think one of the things with having guys that are throwing, you know, 97, 98, 99, 100 is, you know, when when you do make solid contact, it goes a lot further. So um, I think, you know, their challenge will be to, you know, limit those homers, um, you know, not let the, the Cubs get in into what we saw them do against the Cardinals, you know, just mashing and, and hitting home runs up and down the lineup. Um, you know, obviously people are going to hit home runs. I mean, Rizzo probably hit one. Chris Bryant might hit one. But if we get to the point where, you know, you're giving up bombs to Starling Castro and Dexter Fowler and, and, and that kind of stuff, that's that's doom for for the Mets. I So, okay, neither of us mentioned anything about the Mets' offense. And I'm just wondering, <laughs> well, you know, they, they had that one big game against the Dodgers. But other than that, it just seems like their bats have really gone cold during this series. And all everybody was talking about in the second half was how well this team was starting to hit. Yeah, well... So is that just... Is all that goodwill gone now? Well, I mean, obviously it's important, but, um, you know, I think if you're... In my point here, I guess, um, they can hit well. I mean, they can score five or six runs, but if they're they're giving up eight, then, you know, it doesn't matter. So that's why I think that, that... to me, the, the Mets key is not to give up homers, but um, you know, hitting hitting will be important. I think that you know they won tonight's game uh, in big part because of Daniel Murphy, who is you know not your guy generally, who's going to lead you offensively. Um, so, I guess in that case, we can give a one A on this to Cespedes, you know, kind of putting this team on his back offensively, like we saw him do for a good portion of this uh, end of the end of the year, the last kind of stretch run. Um, and if he could do that, I mean, that's obviously great for the Mets. I think if if they can get a couple other bats going, Curtis Granderson was great for them in the series. So if he can continue to be, you know, kind of that spark plug at the top of the lineup, I think that will be important. But getting the offense going for the Mets obviously is is crucial. All right, so let's let's flip it to the other side then. The Cubs will win if. Oh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna kind of get into probably what I talked to the last time with the Cubs, but I, but I think to them it's the key, you know, it's, it's getting good pitching out of your non Jake Arrieta and potentially non John Lester guys. I mean, I'm not totally sold on John Lester that he's like, he, to me, he's not an automatic win anymore. I mean, you know, he, they could go uh, a number of ways, especially against the Mets considering they're going to, you know, put out pitching that's just not as good, but um, what, what I'm really meaning here is your your Kyle Hendricks and, and Jason Hamill and those kind of guys, and you know they didn't necessarily um, kill the Cubs in the Cardinal series, but that was because the offense did so well. Um, the offense kind of bailed out the pitching in a few cases, and even when when Arietic pitched, you know we all kind of just assumed that he was going to come in and lock it down. But I mean the offense bailed him out there too. So I think you know. What I'm going to be most interested in is those games when, you know, you, you're putting you're putting Hamill out there or you're putting 
um, Hendricks out there, and, and ultimately they're going to be against you know a, a pitcher that outmatches them on the Mets side. So um, if, if they can kind of step up and have a better than usual start, I mean I think that would be really big for the Cubs. So I agree with you, um, but I'm going to take a, I'm just going to go with the hitters so that we can talk about a, a different part of of the team. So I feel like everybody not, knows. Not, not debate, man. We don't gotta we don't gotta agree or disagree. Right. Well, I I mean I do think your points no, are valid. No, Chris, about it's thing. not a debate. <laughs> they they need <laughs> they need Lester. They need Hendricks to pitch well. I think we know that bullpen man is just like has been cobbled together from all these castoffs. Clayton Richard, Trevor Cahill, Fernando Rodney. So Trevor Cahill, man, that's a good one. Yeah, like that that's a clear area. I mean, they <laughs> need to pitch well, and it's not just the starters. It's it's all those guys because if you if you're in a Jason Hamill game and he gets pulled after three or four again, you have to rely on those guys for another bullpen game. That scares me. But hitting-wise, I mean, I think we all know the hitters are pretty young. They're inexperienced. So I think it's just not being overwhelmed by the moment. And obviously they weren't in the NLDS, so you would kind of assume that that would carry over um, to the NLCS. They're not going to have Addison Russell, so that's kind of a a big deal and that that puts a lot of the spotlight on Javi Baez, and he's had yeah. some of his issues at the plate. But again, he's kind of he's like a, a do or die type guy. If he makes contact, he's going to hit the ball a million miles, and if he doesn't make contact, he's going to strike out. So I feel like he's under the radar, or not not under the radar, but under the microscope. And it'll be a big series for Starling Castro. I mean, he's he's been going really well for them the last couple weeks, and. I think if if he can continue that, particularly with Russell out, that's going to be huge. This is not really a key to anything, but I'm excited for for Syndergaard Schwarber, man. I think <laughs> not only just for the the name of it, but um, I think that'll be a that'll be fun to watch. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about the series. I think it's going to be a lot of fun on on multiple levels, just from again all the young talent. Um, but you know, even even Cespedes. I mean, that guy's a joy to watch. To to Matt Harvey, Joe Madden, of course, is going to be right. You know, uh, uh, bringing in farm sure. animals before the games. And <laughs> right. A giraffe is going to pitch for the Cubs in Game Five. <laughs> Plus, whatever kind of New York theatrics he can he can bring in. You know, I don't know. He'll probably have like the um, who who the girl the girls that like kick really high. What are they? The um, the rock. Rockets? Yeah. Almost the Rocketeers. The Rockets. <laughs> yeah, like have them out there, you know. Like I mean, I don't, I don't put anything past Joe Madden. Joe Madden probably has some crazy stuff lined up, so I'm all I'm all about it. Everyone will dress as a member of the Rat Pack on road <laughs> trips. Like, yeah, I I can totally see that happening. So, um, as I promised, we do. Let's let's make some predictions. I'm gonna let you go first. All right. Well, I had the Cubs advancing when we did our initial postseason predictions, but I also had the Dodgers. So I get a mulligan here. I'm going to say the Chicago Cubs are going to the World Series in six games. Ooh, there you go. I get a, I get a double mulligan because I didn't pick either of these teams. <laughs> um, although, like, I wanted I, like I wanted the Cubs to win, you know, because I, I root for the story a lot. You and know, you love so Back to the team. Future. Well, th- that, but also, also, I mean, it's just a way better story having the Cubs in the, in the NLCS, but... You know, I picked the Cardinals because I thought they were the more seasoned team, and uh, that didn't work out. And um, 
in retrospect, you know, I probably should have picked the Mets because, you know, all the reasons I like the Mets um, are, are what wins in the postseason. And I don't know, I just, as I've said numerous times, I just kind of felt like the Dodgers were going to get into the postseason and kind of get it all together. And it just didn't happen for them, man. So all that being said, I think I'm learning from the from the error of my ways. And we're going with the Mets because I love the pitching. Um, and I think that we've seen, and, and this is, again, this is something I've kind of been preaching for a while now. I think the Mets can be a team like the Giants. You know, you have that pitching, you have enough pitching, you can just kind of, you know, keep your keep your offensive opponents off, off balance. Um, I am... I'm a believer in it, man. I think I think they can they can kind of win in the in the Giants model, and if Cespedes gets them the big hits, or even you know Daniel Murphy or heck, Lucas Duda might not strike out 12 times next <laughs> next series. I think it was I think it was only 11 actually. So sorry, Lucas Duda. Um, but you know I feel like I feel like they're coming in, and I think they have a really good chance with their pitching. You know I. I mean I I can't expect the Cubs to hit six home runs every game. So that's kind of what it comes down to for me. And how many games are you taking the Mets in? Oh, I'm going to take the Mets in six. All right. So there you have it. We are on we are on opposite sides this yes, time. Yes, we are. Opposite sides. Well, I love it. Yeah, you guys can uh, leave us your predictions in the comments or tweet them at us or however you can email us. Chris loves getting emails, so you can you can email I do. Him. Um, you can fax it to me, I guess. Do I have a fax machine? That's not going to work on my end. <laughs> I, don't have a fa- I, don't, I don't have a fax machine, man. Uh, but yeah, let, let us know what you're thinking. Um, and if you haven't, go listen to our ALCS podcast, too. We did one of these for the ALCS. And uh, that's also, it's on our, it's on Big Leagues, too. Obviously, it's on our iTunes account, and it's on our SoundCloud. So you can find it there. And I'm um, looking forward to these these next few games, man. I think um, I think we have some really interesting matchups. Sad to see. You know some of the some of the some, the Astros go. I'm kind of you know sad to sad to not have Clayton Kershaw to to talk about anymore. But uh, I think we have a good good final four, as it were, in the baseball season. I'm with you. I'm really looking forward to these matchups. I hope they can live up to half of what we've seen the last couple of days. All right. Well, if you like us, please uh, go and rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Five stars, as Chris always instructs us. And uh, I think time for us to say goodbye, yeah? I think so. All right. For Chris, yeah, I, I bungled your name again, man. I was going to... Man. I know. You can you can do it. How about you do it this time? Because I messed it up twice. So I'm supposed to say, for Mike Oz, I'm Chris Wick. Thanks for listening to the Stew Pod. Yeah, you did good, man. 